0: You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised.
1: Hello, and welcome to the place where the revolution will not be televised.
0: But it may be podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm John.
1: This is the People's Podcast. In future, we'll be talking about TV shows we enjoy and what we think about them and what's happening. But today, we just wanted to do a quick intro cast, mostly to get ourselves going, but also to tell you a little bit about ourselves. So, who are we, John? Who are we?
0: Well, I'm John. I'm a male living in Adelaide in Australia. And I'm quite into pop culture and geek culture, which isn't uncommon for people. You are the proud
1: owner of a Gandalf star.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but only as of a couple of weeks ago. I mean, before that, my, my geek stocks were a lot less. I see. <laughs> I've significantly come up in the geek world since then. I'm probably generally what people would consider to be a geek, but I'm not certainly not the geekiest geek out there.
1: No, well, there's tough competition for that title. There
0: absolutely is. Yes. So you know, I mean, I have a staff, but it just sits there and looks nice. I don't use it at all. For example, or <laughs> I know some people definitely do. You don't do. attempt spells. <laughs> no, not even on my own in private. <laughs> What about you, Kate?
1: Well, so the, there's a description for the police later. I'm a 29-year-old woman, also living in Adelaide, South Australia. I enjoy science fiction and fantasy, mostly because I think other fiction has far too much reality in it. But I, I'm the most half-arsed geek ever, as I'm sure some of my future flaws will show. <laughs> future errors.
0: I've always sort of considered you to be a, a sort of dabbler in the geeky arts. I think
1: I'm a nerd sympathiser.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, i go with that.
1: And how would you describe your relationship with television?
0: I have quite an intimate relationship with television. Really? (laughs) Well, it's certainly what keeps me warm on a lot of nights. (laughs) We're
1: not talking about porn here,
0: (laughs) John. Neither am I. I'm talking about about my favourite TV show. (laughs) Um, No, look, I have quite a good relationship with my television, it must be said. I look forward to my favourite shows very eagerly. Probably more so than a lot of people do. I get hold of copies of episodes entirely legally, of course. Of course. As soon as I'm able. Whereas I know a lot of my friends would, you know, they'll wait until it's on TV. Like broadcast on free-to-air here and I just can't be there. I I can't be having with that.
1: I don't understand the ability to wait for it. No. No.
0: Neither do I. I mean, if I know that there's an episode of Game of Thrones floating out there in the ether that I haven't seen, I need to watch that shit.
1: Yeah, it's like a twitch at the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah. I can't
0: do other things until I've seen it.
1: I have a very similar relationship with television. I'd describe it as perhaps... Unhealthily obsessive?
0: <laughs> Your tendency to re-watch things is unhealthily obsessive, I, I feel. I need to
1: understand them, John.
0: You don't understand them on the first go-round?
1: I need to understand them more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, w- I was going to say, majority of things that we watch are not incomprehensible on the first around. That's true. That's true. <laughs> They're
1: not the ones I re
0: Well, I was going to say that, and then I remembered that I am the person who has watched Xena probably 20 times over in the past 10 years. Well...
1: As I understand it from discussions with you, Xena was a very complicated show. (laughs) With many details and overlaid meanings.
0: (laughs) That's exactly how it was. That's
1: exactly how it was. Well, this may be a good time to segue into the next question, which is... We are aiming to cover three shows initially on this podcast. We're aiming to cover The Walking Dead, which plays on AMC. We're aiming to cover HBO's Game of Thrones. And we're aiming to cover Teen Wolf, which plays on MTV. Why did we pick those shows? What did we think made each of them worthy of discussion or contemplation?
0: Well, for me, they've got lovely people on them that I like to watch. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's one of the reasons. Right. (laughs) Um, No, but really,
1: probably... If that was the only criteria, we'd just be talking about Arrow non-stop.
0: (laughs) Yes, but we don't, because there is a dearth of plot and writing in that show. Which, unfortunately, is only somewhat made up for by the presence of copious abs uh-huh. and copious working out scenes. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, are lovely, but don't actually replace writing. No. <laughs> Look, like, I don't know about you, Kate, because I think, I'm not sure we've ever actually really discussed why we were going to cover the shows we were going to cover. We just kind of agreed. Mm-hmm. But my reasons are probably that... I think Game of Thrones is probably the best produced show on right now. And, I mean, it's obviously, it's coming from an incredible source material. Yep. You know, there's a significant amount of rewriting when it comes to the TV show, but that's being done by very talented writers. From what I understand, I haven't read the books myself, but from what I understand from book readers such as yourself, Um, The translation is being done well, and when changes are made, they make sense. And and actually,
1: there are remarkable... Like, even down to the conversational level, a lot of the best dialogue from the TV show is directly out of the
0: books. Yes, this this is what I have come to understand. So, I mean, Game of Thrones is there because of its quality, basically, is what I'm saying. The Walking Dead is there... Interestingly, it's where Game of Thrones is about people and how they interact with each other and, and you know, their motivations of selfishness and, and sort of vying for power and all that kind of stuff. The fact that it's happening in a fantasy world is very relevant to the story there. Like, it's very much a part of the story that mm-hmm. there are dragons and, and that, you know, there is this unnamed menace in the North that no one seems to know much about. That's yeah. very much important, the plot. Whereas, I think in The Walking Dead... The fact that there has been a zombie apocalypse is actually quite incidental to the story. It's just
1: environmental. Yes,
0: it's just the way the world is now. And what it's really about is... How how do you continue to live in a world in which there is no civilization and, you know, that it's a very dangerous world and everyone is basically competing for the resources that there are? How far do you go before you cross maybe some lines that you can't come back from? Mm. And does that even matter at this point? Yeah. Is there a moral code which makes sense still? Or is the, the ethics of selfishness the only thing that makes sense? So I think that's what the show is about. And the fact that there are zombies in it is just kind of background. It's not really what the show is about. Yeah. So that's why I want to talk about The Walking Dead. Because I, I like to talk about the, uh, the way that um, the characters interact. Their motivations for doing things and, and that kind of stuff. How they interact with each other. What about you?
1: Well, for me, all three shows, what I like is that each of them does something that no other show on television does. The Walking Dead is the only show that that talks about that sort of savage frontier that you've just been describing and that talks about a world where all social codes and ethics have been basically wiped away by a major event and so it's it's I really I like that it does something that other shows don't it's put these people into this zombie environment and that allows the characters to do interesting stuff that characters can't do on other shows so I really like that on game of thrones although it's a bit more conventional as a genre dragons notwithstanding the story is so rich and so well-written and so well-realised in the TV show that it's also doing stuff that these things don't normally do, that the incredible shocks you get when particular people are killed or particular twists happen or you find out that someone is actually someone else and just pretending, and that stuff is done to such a high degree of quality that I think it it's just surpasses most other TV shows. And with Teen Wolf, which is you know probably the unexpected oddball of the bunch... I feel like it's, it, although it has much lower production standards and certainly a much lower budget than the other two shows, <laughs> it aims to do things with these young characters that other shows haven't done before.
0: Yes.
1: And it aims, it aims to show a version of, of youth on television that is not the normal one and is not one that you normally get to see, although I find it much more realistic, except for the fact that some of them are werewolves. Um, I find it much more realistic and reminiscent of my own experiences going through school mm. than a lot of what I see on television.
0: Yes, I probably would have said something reasonably similar to that about Teen Wolf. I mean, as well as that, I think there needs to be space to talk about and, you know, have a healthy level of respect for a B-show, which does what it does really well. Yeah, you know, the, of the big shows which are on, it's right at the top of the pile. Yeah. Of, you know, portraying realistic dynamics between young characters and, you know, I mean, obviously a lot of the struggles they deal with are supernatural in nature and therefore not realistic. A lot of the struggles they deal with are absolutely realistic for, mm. for young people, you know, the navigating of relationships and... And um, not, I
1: mean, one of the things I like about Team Wolf, not just romantic relationships.
0: No, no, not a just a whole romantic
1: lot of airtime and importance is given to genuine best friend relationships and genuine relationships with parents yep. and So it's about navigating all sorts of relationships, not just the getting together and breaking up of teenagers.
0: Well, one of the things that that you've noted before in previous discussions that we've had about Teen Wolf is that one of the very realist, much more realistic things about Teen Wolf than, say, Buffy and and other sort of earlier precursors is that parents are very much a part of these teenagers' world. Mm. They're not absent figures or, you know, just sort of around the fringes. They are very much a part of a part of this world, and active participants in it, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that all three... I hadn't thought about it till just now, but, of course, all three of these shows have emerged, at the very least, out of old B-movie genres. Yeah. You know, we have the the fantasy ethic... Mm. and the zombie movie, I mean, there's not <laughs> not much more B than zombie movies. <laughs> that, that's true. And the old wolf movies, you know, yes. it's, and here we see the, their sort of modern descendants on yes. television. So yes. I think they all have B movie roots, yes. and Teen Wolf is just slightly closer to those roots than the other two shows
0: <laughs> <are>. <laughs> Yes, I think that's true. Of course, I I'm am I can't go past this conversation without also adding in that... There is a significant amount of eye candy in Teen Wolf, which I do enjoy considerably. Oh,
1: certainly it's it's got a it's got a touch of the arrows about it.
0: <laughs> yes, but with a bit of writing thrown in. Yes, just for novelty. <laughs> just for novelty's sake, when you get tired of seeing yet another set of abs, there is a <laughs> have a bit of character story. development to spice it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So those are the shows we're we're hoping to cover, and I think we've talked about doing this podcast for a little while. The reason we started talking about it was that after we watched all these episodes, we tended to have an hour long discussion about them anyway.
0: Yes, yes, and I, I can't actually remember who said it first, but you we beat. were okay. But I know that we'd both been thinking it when I had said it. Absolutely. That after one of our conversations, I apparently said, "You know, we should do a podcast about this because we chat about it anyway." And- I reckon it's a reasonably interesting conversation. We should record it and let other people listen to it. Yeah, after (laughs) we've
1: edited out all the stuff we're embarrassed about. (laughs) So we are starting out. We are literally taping those conversations with the only equipment we have available, which is our iPhones. We hope to improve on sound quality and improve in our, our skills at having these discussions. But for the meantime, we hope that people will bear with us. And uh, we hope that they enjoy the conversations we have, because we certainly do.
0: We do. We do. There is also the uh, strong possibility that uh, over time we may, on occasion, review movies that we go and see. You know, we obviously, being people interested in uh, these kinds of shows, we absolutely go and see the uh, superhero films, those kinds of things, the yeah. Hunger Games, that kind of stuff, and we talk about them afterwards, so... At length. <laughs> At length, so we may as well record them too. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Um, and, you know, who who knows, in the future we may end up expanding towards... Well, to- no...
1: No show lasts forever, John.
0: That's right. We will eventually have to move on if we, we keep podcasting. But, um, you know, even while these shows are current, we may end up talking about other shows because we certainly watch other shows. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we just, we don't have the time to make endless podcasts every week.
1: <laughs> no, no. Although I do think, given how much of our work day has been given to talking about TV shows, <laughs> it's probably a good idea that we've actually segmented them off into a particular task.
0: Yes, that's true. That's it's a good true. way to keep
1: our jobs doing these podcasts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does have a tendency to kind of overtake everything else that you're doing.
1: Absolutely. Especially when a show really gets into its stride, sort of mid-season yes. and you're very yes. excited about what's going to happen next week. And,
0: Indeed. And,
1: yeah. So that's about it, really? Yeah. Anything else you want to add?
0: No, I think that's probably it. That's the sort of the main things that you should know before listening to one of our podcasts.
1: Oh, well, one, sorry. I just thought of one other thing. People should not listen to our podcast if they are faint of heart about swearing.
0: Oh, no, absolutely not. We, we're both Australian.
1: We're not conscious of how often we say words.
0: No. And, you know, we certainly didn't invent swearing, but our culture absolutely fucking perfected it.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> be aware that our podcasts are going to be literally full of swearing. <laughs> and, of course, since we're going to be reviewing episodes, spoiler alert, forever. If if we get any comments complaining that we spoiled something, they really have not read the instructions on the label.
1: Absolutely. The moment the word spoiler appears, I'm just going to delete the email. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is to it, really.
0: Indeed. We hope you enjoy listening to our podcast.
1: Yeah, we really do.
0: And if there's uh, anything you want to tell us, our contact details will be on our webpage.
1: So until the first episode... Bye. Bye. Fuckity bye. will not go better with coke.
0: The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised. Will not be televised. Will not be televised. Will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.
1: So what do, we, do we have to do
0: an intro? Oh, fuck, we do, don't we? Okay, here we go. So For fuck's sake. No, no, go to the top
1: of this page. <laughs>